This is Derek of Suffocation. You're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Maximum terror. That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Hey, this is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor, with the Phantasm Podcast. My favorite death metal band is Suffocation. We have Derek with us today from Suffocation, the bassist. He is an awesome guy, and uh, thank you so much. You guys are on an amazing tour package right now. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about your live release that came out last year from Nuclear Blast. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, dude, thank you so much for doing this. I Thank you for, you guys are on tour. You're in uh, Texas, I think. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, last night, well, let's see, we just kicked it off. You know, the first show was in Brooklyn, and then uh, we did the Maryland Death Fest, like a closer. You know, the last one there, they've been doing that for years. And right. closed it out really strong, super good performance fun. And then last night was up in Rochester, and today Chicago. Oh, Chicago, Chicago, okay, awesome. Yeah, so we're getting we're getting it going. We're just getting our uh, bearings and getting this thing going, but it's a, it's a beast. It's going to be sick. Dude, so let's let's talk about, um, and I just mentioned this to you before we started here. I wanted to talk to you. First of all, the Farewell to Frank thing was amazing. You guys really just blew it off, off the planet when you guys did that for Frank. And yeah, that was just a fun idea because, you know, we, we like to catch our recordings. We're, we're musicians, but we're also, like, engineers and stuff like that. So we do all the Pro Tools stuff and capture live audio and stuff so we, we always try to capture our live audio just kind of critique ourselves and see oh wow that show was really hot and we got it that's fun and uh, it was one of those things where frank was doing his farewell and we had all the recording stuff with us and just happened to capture the files and send them out to be mixed and it, it worked out great it was a great sign off for frank and you know anything that you know he said hey i'm gonna step down guys and you know of course we're sad to see him go but at the end of the day we honor his decisions and uh he gave Ricky a standing ovation, uh, you know, direct endorsement. So uh, we're we're just moving forward. You know, it's all about all you can do. But, uh, we're, we're stoked on that too. Yeah. So talk about that now. The, the live record that came out last year with Nuclear Blast was that one show, or is that a bunch of different cuts from different that shows? To be just a one show. You know, like we recorded, I think, pretty much the entire tour, and that just we were talking about, you know, going okay, take this one from this show and this one from this show and just so inside the liner notes we could promote the entire tour but at the end of the day that one particular show just jumped out at us like i mean the other ones are good and you know we always have fun performing them but listening back you go ah oh, well that microphone fell off the snare drum so even though we played great that's fucked up sure <laughs> and you know like you know so there'll be a technical problem or or there'll be like somebody didn't have a great night or something like everyone else is like, Oh, it was awesome and the other guy, you know, is like, Nah, that sucked. <laughs> so one of those days was uh the Cambridge show that just everything hit, nothing technically went wrong, and it was just one of those really good ones. We had a few that we had to choose from, but that one for some reason jumped out at us and we just we ran with it. 
Oh yeah, well, it's it's a great recording. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. As with all your old stuff, I guess you know, and doing a set list at this point, I bet is probably difficult as well. It really is because the the repertoire, the discography. You know, we have a ton of material. You know, from over ten releases, and uh, it's really hard. You know, because like you start to put a song or two in, and then you go, ah oh, man, but we got to pull out what? Holy shit, man! We're you know, you're only. Unless you're playing a two and a half hour set, you know it's going to be hard to really change it without letting go some of the ones that you kind of have to play. You know, you're going to go see, you know, Guns N' Roses and they're not going to play Sweet Child of Mine. I mean, whatever the hell the example is, you know, like certain songs kind of need to be in the set. You're going to play Pierce from Within. You know, you're going to play, you know, Infecting the Cribs. You know, and there's a really strong handful of them that it's like as we add songs, it's hard to pull the old songs out. You know, like, man, we really want to play Breathe the Spawn, man. We really want to play Bind Torture Kill. What about sure. Catatonia? It's the first song the band wrote. You know, so it's it's really hard to write a to write a set list without, you know, pulling too many, but you want to introduce older songs or something brand new. So it's tricky. Yeah, it's definitely hard. <laughs> now for the tour package, um, you guys have got a great lineup out with you. Can you can you talk about how that how that came to be? Like the just the bands you guys have for the Serpation and, and just kind of say it fell in our lap but it kind of fell in our lap you know we had done stuff with atheists down in south america so we knew we liked each other as people of musicians bands friends so we're like hey anytime we run into people that we're compatible with and the shows work we always say to each other hey let's do this again sure you know let's go somewhere else let's do this somewhere some other territory so with atheists having done south america with them we knew they were we were compatible and then we also knew that um we use a lot of the same companies like our management company happens to be the same so this these are easy bridges to cross you know opposed to man we want to tour with this band but they got this management and they're exclusive with this sure. booking agent blah 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 you get in all the politics stuff that really sucks the more you learn the less you like <laughs> so uh it's one of those things that this was a no-brainer atheist and i uh, atheist and Suffo had been buddies for eternity and you know atheist Suffo came back you know, long time ago, and then Atheist came back, and then it was like, hey, let's let's go do some other territories. And you know, like I said, we're on the same management company, so it's very easy. Sure. That absolutely follows down the line. Surruption is also with our management company. This is Extreme Management Group that I'm speaking of, and uh, Surruption and Contrarian. So this is a really this is Forces of Hostility is an Extreme Management Group tour. Oh, awesome! So very easy to put together. It's a great tour package, um, and yeah, of course. As far as when you, is it difficult? As far as like, so so the the set. I'm assuming the set you did at Maryland is it different than the set people will be seeing on the Forces of Hostility? Is it, did it? Do you mix that up a little bit special for now, that? The Maryland set was basically a stripped down version of what this was because they limited us. If we're headlining a show, we can say we get 70 minutes. If we're really feeling it, the crowd's feeling it, we'll play 80 minutes. You know, But when it comes to those festivals, they're like, here's your slot. And so I think they gave us like 45 or 50 minutes. So we oh, had to wow. kind of streamline it and go, okay, we got to play this. we got to play that. And, you know, we're pulling, what? Oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we had a stripped down show for Maryland. But it was great, man. That place flipped out. It was awesome. Huge crowd. It was really terrible the way the uh, weather was. We pulled in and it was like tornado warnings on all our phones. The sky opened oh, up and it just <laughs> fucking tons of water, literally tons of water on everybody. And then they were moving the show to the indoor facility. Then the weather let up and we literally lucked out. Like the weather was perfect for our set 
And then the second we were done was supposed to be obituary and carcass out on the outdoor main stages. Uh-huh. And they got moved indoor because there was another massive rainstorm that flushed everything out. It really sucked. I mean, we wanted to see obituary and carcass on our, our same platform. And uh, it just didn't work out. They had to get moved to an indoor venue. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, I ne- I've never been. I used to go to Milwaukee back in the day. But I... I Hell yeah. But, Eagles ballroom. Yeah, man. Yeah, but... but but Maryland, the whole outdoor thing, I guess it's tricky with weather stuff. So that's, um, but I'm glad that worked out for you guys. That's that's good that that happened. But as far as um, the the tour, you guys are you're hitting a whole bunch of cities. You're going all over the place. You're even come down south, like where I live. So yeah, 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 we're doing good. Um, I'm gonna grab my pass. I'm I'm on the tour bus. And the bus driver just stopped. So this gives me two seconds to grab my pass, and then this will be a fun. There it is. Uh, I can just rattle them off real quick. So it's basically 30, 30 cities in 30 days, and someone keeps correcting me and saying that there's one travel day in there. So it was like, uh, it was, I'm sorry. It was, yeah, yeah, everyone's like, get out of here. I'm trying to tell them to be quiet. So, yeah, it was uh, Brooklyn, Baltimore, Rochester, tonight, Chicago, Madison, Wisconsin, Lawrence, Kansas, Denver, Colorado, San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, Pomona, California, Mesa, Arizona, Albuquerque, New Mexico, El Paso, Texas, Austin, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, New Orleans, Tampa, Florida, you know, Jacksonville, Jonesboro, uh, Georgia, Spartanburg, South Carolina, Louisville, Kentucky, Detroit, Michigan, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Quebec, and then we end up in Boston and Clifton, New Jersey to wrap it up. That is awesome, man. It's so cool. Yeah, it's 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 a that's a great and you're all over the place. You guys are literally traveling all over for the tour, which is yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Um New Suffocation. Are yeah. you guys working on some stuff? What can you tell us? What little can you tell us and what without getting in trap and, and what can you say about that? Yeah, not not really gonna be announcing any title yet. They're you know, kind of doing the uh, anticipation thing. So sure. when we hand it in they will uh, they will make the announcements and stuff. But as of right now, I mean, it's it's, it's really sick. It's super aggressive. There's obviously your your Suffo slam and technical, you know, thought out material written by suffocation. Like we're not going to leave that stuff behind. But there's a little something new. But it's not like so far off the beaten path. People are going to be like, "What? You guys put a saxophone player in? No, none of that shit. Uh, clean vocals? Fuck that. You know, none of that. So it's it's traditional Suffo, but it's got something unique to it that's new. That's that's really we're stoked on and it's about three quarters of the way done so we have a little bit to do when we come off this tour and then we'll try to bang out the the tracking and then uh look into getting it mixed mastered blah 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 getting it you know really polished up and ready for uh for release are y'all gonna work with zeus again uh you know what zeus is a dear friend of ours great engineer we don't know anything right now we're we're kind of in a preliminary stage where the label's like suggesting hey what about scott burns you know early suffocation producer what about this? What about that? So we're, we're entertaining. Dude, if y'all dig burns out of the closet, I'll shit. <laughs> fucking... Yeah, no, they did. And I feel like atheists just used him. Oh my and, God. Uh, in, a, in an old ass interview, when he was pulling out, you know, of the industry, he was like, I will come out of retirement for deicide or suffocation. I remember reading that somewhere. And I was like, wow, that'd be sick. You know, and that's got, that's 25 fucking years ago. Sure. Or something that I'm talking about now. But, uh, so we don't know exactly who will produce it, but we do know that uh, we're, we're tracking it ourselves. We've gotten to that, like I was saying earlier, you know, we're musicians, but we're also engineers, you know, and again, we're not professional producers, but we do have enough wherewithal to know what not to do and to get the right equipment. You know, Terrence does tons of research on, you know, 
this is how you place this microphone sure. and you've been doing this forever too so this is how you record a tom this is how you record a snare blah 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 so with all that homework we've been doing pre-production recordings that sound tight and we're like wow somebody legit mixed this and mastered this this would fucking smack oh yeah you know, because we're it's it's really about okay is the song good yes or no is the performance good yes or no and is the production good yes or no i think if you hit on two out of three of those hopefully going for all three it's gonna work you know what i mean so oh sure it's gonna be great it's a 2023 release nuclear blast can't announce the title yet but uh it's it's gonna be sick man we're, we're happy with it oh it's so exciting to throw to throw a name into your hat that i always yeah. wanted to see you guys work with would be rutan oh I fucking love eric love him as a person oh yeah He's a fantastic engineer and I don't know what his schedule is now with him being in Cannibal yeah. or whatever, but that would I be... Think, I think he's super busy, but I think <laughs> that's kind of where you where you want to be. Also, you know, like, you'd rather be busy, I think. Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. Um, he's, he's fantastic. We love Routine. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. Um, what, what, after this tour, do you have anything in Europe? Are y'all hitting any of the festivals? Are you doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, after this, we have, uh, we have Europe summer festival season. And spot shows between the weekend festivals, so we'll be over in Europe. We also have South America booked, um, Mexico's booked. Um, there's there's a lot going on. I think before, or I don't know if the pandemic was like trying to lighten up, and then it, it went back into it went back into like some kind of lockdown. But sure. they had Australia also completely worked out. So I mean, as soon as the world opened up, and said, "Hey, get get back out there." We've got you know North America, South America, Mexico. Um, Europe and Australia all ready to go to just continue to wrap up, you know, of the dark light and this promote the live album and then as soon as, throughout all that we should have everything written and then get everything recorded, so it's tricky you know, juggling your your you know, album cycle and your touring cycle you're so busy trying to write new material and then they're like, oh, go do these tours and you're like, oh, hell yeah <laughs> right. so you run out and you do all those tours and then it also kind of holds you back a little from the writing process and then you know it's one of those things when you're out you want to be home when you're home you want to be out it's kind of that Murphy's Law thing but sure. uh, everything's going everything's going to work out just the way it needs to that's fabulous man and I was going to ask you too as far as like the summer festival stuff do you do you like doing the one-off big festival stuff over there I mean, I mean obviously you do you're a musician you want to play but is, it, is that is that challenging is that different doing that as opposed to playing like just shows every night in the, in the states right, or? right. What's really interesting about those big shows was, you know, when we first started doing them, we were all looking at each other like, holy shit, this is not our wheelhouse. And then uh, having done so many of them, we've actually learned to love them. And it's funny because I always would still say I like the intimate show with a ton of tight energy. And those huge outdoor shows, there's energy, but it kind of dissipated because it's just you're outside. Sure. You know, when you're focused inside, it's like it seems very intimate, blah, blah, blah. And it, it's bizarre because, like I said, at first I wasn't the biggest fan we play a fast technical style of music if you're just playing some slow stuff outdoor would be a walk in the park you know if you don't get your stage sounding right these stages are fucking huge if you don't get your stage right you're going 200 some bpm and you can't hear nothing outdoor is going to be fucked <laughs> right, <laughs> for everybody right, engineers sure. and players and fans but uh we've somehow learned to you know walk before you run when you're playing these big boys you know you come out slamming nice and slow pocket everybody the engineer gets kind of the people on stage gets to find their sweet spots and uh interestingly enough we turned around and we were like wow we're killing it on these big stages and we're able to syncopate play fast and technical and tight 
on these big atmospheres, you know, where, where in the beginning we were like, holy shit, this is, this is not, you know, a tight venue. So it's, it's great though by now we're, we're, we're dialed in for it. That's awesome. And then back to the live record. Um, is that like when you're listening to it, is that just straight up the show? Or did you guys have to we, omit we, some we stuff? Or? It's the very beginning of that. Oh, I was just going to say on, on the on the live album. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that just is that just like straight up? Did you guys just take that whole show and put it on that album, or did y'all have to like take some tracks out or move no, stuff no, around? That's literally the entire show, and I do think, to be honest, we trimmed the fat. Frank sometimes will go on these rants. We trimmed some of the chaos that he would get into. I mean, he'll rant on the most bizarre shit. We left as much shit in there as we could to make it be frank, but uh, we didn't want the like ridiculous shit that sometimes comes out of his. And I mean, it's funny because Monty Connor, who was with Roadrunner and is now with Nuclear Blast, we used to have this running gag, he and I, that we were like, we've got to build a frank comedy CD with all the nonsense he says between songs, which is <laughs> it's beyond nonsense. It's fucking amazing. Some of the shit that falls out of Frank Baldwin's mouth between songs is incredibly funny. And so Monty and I used to always joke and say, hey, man, we really got to take all these live footage that we have. We have years, we have decades of live audio that if we just went instead of listening to the music and saying, oh, a microphone fell or so-and-so didn't like that show, just to go and look for Frank talking funny shit and put that on an album. We've been talking about it for years, and it actually probably needs to needs to happen. <laughs> oh, it would be yeah, it would be so. Yeah, he's very entertaining live. It's oh, it's, it's hilarious. Frank's comedy. I mean, not only are his views so obscure and humorous, but he he just has a delivery that is incredible. You know the way that he talks. He's he's a jerky boy. He's great. Yeah, it's great. It's so much fun. Um, and then just to kind of wrap this, up, I was going to ask you as far as the the European stuff. When you guys, do you all just get mixed up with, and I don't mean it like the festival stuff, but like on the one-off stuff, like you were talking about doing stuff in between, you know, the shows. Yeah. Is that just you guys headlining? Do they put local bands with you, or do you guys already have like support yeah, for that I mean, stuff? You know, we've, we've had a ton of good luck with that, being that we kind of know everybody in the industry. Like, you know, we've crossed paths with, you know, Dying Fetus, and, you know, just millions of other bands over the years that happen to be doing the same thing as us. They're, they're there for the summer festivals. They got spa shows during the week so we'll sometimes team up and you know do the do the little one-off shows with with other you know real acts and and not to say that the local guys aren't real they're they're all working just as hard as everyone else sure so but sometimes it's locals and softball headlining and sometimes we get lucky we get to mix it up you know they're over there the same time they got the deadhead days the same as us hey let's jump together and it doesn't work as often as you'd like but we have seen that happen so i'm not sure what's going to go down this summer but uh, we know we got the summer festivals on the weekends and the spa shows during the week. So hey, it should be good, though. If you've got that list, we can run that off, too. We've got a lot of people that listen to us in Europe. So if you've got those, you know. The what? The, any of the European dates, if you want to run them off, you oh, can't. I don't no, know. If, not off the top of my head. I'm, okay. I'm terrible about that. I don't know if you did, because you're totally welcome to promote that if you want to, because that's totally Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, uh, for me, I don't know if they have a title for that one, because it's usually like Suffocation Summer Festivals, Europe, blah, blah, blah. Sure. But this one, I was only able to rattle that off because I have a tour pass. Oh, right. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, there's no way I would know. And go to your Facebook page, your website. They can find all that good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you do the social medias and, you know, just do a Suffocation Google search, uh, it will it will have all the, you know, we're playing Brutal 
Soul or we're playing Summer Breeze or we're playing Party Santa, you know, whichever the events are right. this year, they will all be announced um, on our social medias. And uh, yeah, it's, that's that's great. Yeah, I was gonna. I guess with the the pandemic thing, I'm I'm sure it's got to be great to get back out and start doing this again because it's it holy just, shit, man. Yeah, I was Nosferatu like in a coffin, laying there for like 18 hours a day, just like, can we go back out and do what we do yet? Right. <laughs> and you know, we were just we were just afraid that you know it's just never gonna let back up, and we were just gonna be like, oh my god, you know what what do we do? This is this is what we've been doing for so long. It's what we enjoy. Sure. How we make a living, and all of a sudden they're like, sorry, you can't do it. And we're like, excuse me? Well, the world's falling to shit. Well, okay, yeah, we get that. Can we please go back out? And then, yeah, eventually the, the thing lights up, and here we are back out doing what we love. It's, it's so satisfying. Now time. Yeah, man, it's it's so great to have you guys back out touring. And, and you guys are going to be playing everywhere, so if you guys are listening, go see them. They're out all over the U.S., and they're going to be in Europe and South America and everywhere. You find yeah. suffocation, you guys will be there somewhere playing. It's awesome. Um, Hell yeah. And then one last thing I wanted to ask you to go back to the live release. Um, as far as like production, did you all produce that or did you all have someone come in and mix that for you all? Or That was something that we, uh, when we, when we, we capture multi-track. So it's not like we just, the last live album was a stereo feed and we just grabbed something we thought was fun and threw it out there. And this one was a little bit more articulate in the sense that we took the individual tracks, just like recording an album, sure. where you'd go in and record the drum set, well, it's got a, a microphone on this, a microphone on that, these are all individual multi-track recording, so after the fact, you can go back and, and put a little tweak on it, do a little frequency adjusting, put some compression on it, put some reverb on this, put some delay on that, so at, in the beginning, you know, when we've, we heard all the performances, we had flown them into our Pro Tools, and we had a loose, rough mix, and we heard, wow, this performance is good, Everybody played really good. It sounded good. The crowd was fun. Frank was funny. Everything about it, you know, everybody sounded good. It was it was the one. And uh, we had a really rough mix on it. And we sent it off to the label management. We said, hey, we think this is really good. Uh, they all agreed and said, okay, who's gonna who's gonna mix and master it? So we kind of bat the idea around for a minute. And uh, a good friend of ours, Chris Donaldson is um, Cryptopsy's guitar player and has a fantastic studio up in Canada. He does so indeed. We sent him a, yeah, we sent him a test mix. We, or we sent him out a file, uh, you know, a folder that had all the, the audio files in it. He sent us back a test mix and we're like, you're the guy. You know, you're, you're, you're very eager. You've got the right gear. You've got the right ear. You've got the facility. And he was just great. You know, I think he jumped through a bunch of hoops for us. Like he'd send back something that we'd be like, wow, this is great. And then somebody would go, oh, man, turn that up. <laughs> and so I'd have to send him a message and be like, hey, man, we love it. Can you turn that up? And he'd send it back and we'd go, oh, this is awesome. And someone else would be like, turn that down. And it was really funny. We went back and forth. And I said I said to Donaldson, I said, I'm really sorry. You probably nailed it on your first one and we're just being nitpicky here. We're really asking for tiny adjustments. We're not saying that you're far off. you know. And he goes, I will do this a thousand times. I will send you a thousand different versions <laughs> if, until you are happy. And we were like, I felt I was bugging him because I feel like we, we asked for a small handful of revisions and he was already nailing it. So some producers, you probably go, hey, man, I want this. And they're probably like, no, this is the way it's supposed to be. And you're going, OK. But uh, with him, he said he would literally go to the ends of the earth to make sure we were happy with the final. And uh, we absolutely were. It was, it was great. But yeah, Chris Donaldson. And I, I need to look up the name of his studio, too. I, 
I should know the name of his facility. I should I too. Is ma- I should absolutely know that as well. And I, I yeah, Chris Donaldson, and he's up in Canada, and he's Cryptopsy's guitar player for a long time. He's an awesome guy, great guy. Yes, he's very talented, very very absolutely. very talented. You know, he did a great job. The record, the live record, sounds amazing. Awesome, um, man. Thank you so much. No, thank you. And the the tour is out there, and you guys are touring and everything, and it's so exciting. And and I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this today. It's so good. Awesome. <laughs> You know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.